with my show and spending your Sunday afternoon with me. And now the sun's back out again. There's nothing to do. Oh, having the sun out is really, really nice. Not mad at that. But the next week is supposed to be up in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yep. Now, uh, Cassandra, you know, they live, uh, well, technically Pine River, north of uh, Anchorage an hour. Eagle River, I mean. But anyway, and they just had uh, two feet of snow on uh, Friday, Saturday. Today's Sunday, right? Yeah, and now they're supposed to get another foot tomorrow. Oh, my. I saw and, some pictures on Twitter oh, from some yeah friends this weekend. I was like, oh yeah, there and it comes. It, yeah, and then they're supposed and they're they're leaving here Tuesday, so then they'll get back. You know, obviously Tuesday night, but to go home to that much snow, mm-hmm. and then when you're leaving this, especially <laughs> sixty degree weather, you know, type thing, tropical Minnesota. Yeah, Tuesday's high is supposed to be sixty two. Isn't that something? Yeah, I know it. It's just you know. This has been a really nice fall. You know, oh, it's been oh, one of the best wind, I can remember. Yeah, I hate wind. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, I, I had a Arabian mix horse, and windy days were not her forte. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times we were uh, on one side of the street, and in two seconds we were on the other side of the street <laughs> because she spooked from something. She you just know? didn't want that wind. And so wind and me became a rain day because I wasn't riding her on wind because it just wasn't working. I was not relaxing in the least bit. <laughs> but anyway, so I just, you know, when it gets windy like that, it's like, okay, today's rainy, so I'm going to work on inside. But uh, the last couple of days have been very, we have a, our house kind of sits on a hill, so there's a nice breeze that always, even when in really calm, mm-hmm. hot days, there's always kind of a nice breeze that comes through. And uh, so we got a little bit of wind up there. But anyway. It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What, 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 what The average dog has the intelligence of a three to four year old child. True or false? Okay. Well, I think I've read that about a two year old child. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say false. No, that's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. The average. Average. You know, if you got a border collie, they, they're saying like five, you know, four to five, five to six. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, and then. And if uh, you have geriatric shih tzu, yeah. his uh, intelligence is about a one. Yeah. Nine month old. <laughs> not, he's not the brightest, but he's very handsome. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, so that it is. But so the thing is, is that, okay, a three, three to four year old child is very inquisitive, very, but you know, and they're a sponge waiting mm-hmm. to learn something. And most people don't use that sponge. They just yell about when well, my, my dog jumps on people. Well, then put them on a leash and stand on the leash. So then you got control. You know, they, you know, things are just so. And the more the dog doesn't get to do it, then it pretty soon it resolves itself. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, where you he tries to jump, you're standing on the leash. You know, not pit him to the ground. You know, put him when you stand on the leash. Uh, whether you got a training collar on or a buckle collar, when you stand on the leash with both feet, especially with the big dog, that that if the dog is standing, the head is dipped slightly. Oh, yeah. And then if he sits, it goes a little bit looser. And if he lays, the collar goes totally loose. Uh, but if you just stand on it and keep your hands to your body, so then now the dog is in charge of his own corrections and is not ripping your hands out of yeah. your socket or your arms out of your socket. And so, uh, but people just rather, and it just amazes me, like when I uh, when I, they come out for a lesson, they allow the dog to come barreling at me. Like, see, this is why we're here, you know, <laughs> yeah. instead of, uh, like I said, and then allow them to jump on me. Like I'm going to, like, you're going to magically fix it right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like, yeah, don't allow them to do that. You know, what is your plan? Okay. Your dog jumps. So let's not let him jump. When we had our, our first dog was a big black lab that we got as a puppy, as a baby. Okay. And we had to train her. 
Um, but that was really important for us to make sure she didn't jump because yep. we had two little kids yep. and, you yep. know, we had an elderly grandmother who, yep. you know, weighed about 80 pounds soaking wet. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was our priority. Yeah. Yeah. But see, it is all it is is just, and in time, see, if you're very persistent and consistent, then the, pretty soon all I have to do is give a little, ah, uh-uh, don't even, and mm-hmm. that dog could have come mm-hmm. right back. But the whole thing, most people, they do it for like, you know, three, four days. And well, that didn't work. And it's like, you know, it has to, you know, how long have they been doing this? It's not going to turn around in 24 hours. Exactly. And so it's the owner is getting their timing down to see it coming. Like I tell dog, everybody, dogs just don't jump. You can see it coming. Their their shoulders dip and they're going to fly. You know what I mean? They just don't. They're like, not springing up from a stump. Right. Yeah. That's so, a yeah, good so point. You just got to learn to read the dog. And then what I call pop the thought bubble. Don't react to their reaction. You see it coming. So what is your plan to pop that thought bubble? A verbal like, ah, leave it, or right, wrong. Okay, or you let them drag a leash around so you got something to quick step on so that you got control of the situation. So like I said, there's a lot of little things that you can do. It, you know, like I say, it's stay ahead of the game. Don't react to the reaction of the dog. Think ahead. You can see it coming. Okay, got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? And we've got Polly on the line right now. Polly. Okay, hi, Polly. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thanks for calling in. What's up? Amazing. Well, um, I have a four-year-old Shiba Inu. Okay. And recently I brought her into the vet uh, because there's this little bump on her face. Okay. And... I unfortunately assumed for the longest time that it was maybe just a sebaceous cyst or something like that. I didn't really get too upset or concerned about it, but I thought since it did get bigger over time, this has only been like six months time since she's had it, that I better bring it in. So they did a, um, oh, where they take some samples. Biopsy? Yep. And they sent it out to a lab and it turned out it was a mass cell, M-A-S, cell tumor oh okay yes and now they're they do recommend removing it and i would think that would be advisable too but i don't know now this is the problem is is on her face and she's a little dog she's a uh probably about 19 pounds okay and boy that little face is so small and they're saying that they would have to take oh what is it Two to six centimeters Ugh, around. The... But, but my question for you, though, is: Have you had any experience with this? I know you're not a vet, right. but you certainly see a lot. Yeah, and talk to lots of people. I and usually some... don't see them on the face. That's the thing. Usually, it's yeah. on the usually it's on the body, and yep. so that's where you have a little bit more room to work with. You know? Yeah, and yep. so, yeah. So this is a. It's a, this Very. is a toughie one. It really is. Uh-huh. And um, so they just they just took a sample, right? They just took a little bit of it. Yep. How big is yep. it now? Oh, boy. That's a good question. Let me look at the little ruler here. Is it like a, I would say an eighth of an inch? Would... Or... No, well, close to that. Not About an eighth of an inch? Maybe yeah. a little bit smaller than that. And whereabouts is it on the face? Is it on the cheek, well, over the nose? Where, it is, where is it? On the cheek. On the cheek, cheek so, lower, the lower cheek? Yep, below her eye, okay. above her lip. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And the, you know, 
the hair is all yeah. missing there is how we noticed it. Okay. Um, and I don't like where it's yeah. positioned because it is close. Well, not close to the eye, but yep. depending on how much they take. Right. Ooh. Okay. Th- yeah, this is a hard one because two, so, so, sometimes when you uh, start dinking around with cancer once it's found, is that like you operate on it, it ticks it off and it grows even faster. It goes even oh. more stupid. Okay. And yep. that's not with you know, every cancer, but some cancers are, are like that. And so, yeah. but now how much did it grow in, say, in six months? Oh, boy. Did it double in size? In six months? Not quite. Close okay. to doubling, oh, okay. maybe. Yeah, so then, yeah, you've got to do something about it then. It's fast growing. And so, yeah, it's you know, it's obviously going to change the look of her face. But the thing is, is that if you don't do anything, it's just going to, you know what I mean? You, It's going to only get worse, right? I agree. And yeah, so, yeah. It's going to get bigger. And, and so if it was my dog, what it is, I, uh, you know, that's my opinion, is that, yep. yes, I would do it. And like I say, it's so close to everything. But yep. but if you don't do anything, it's only going to get worse. And then what are you going to do? Half her face off after that? <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Gosh, so, I know that's that's exactly what I first thought. But then you start reading about homeopathic methods. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, those aren't guaranteed either. No, uh-uh, they're not. You know, the thing is, is I that um, let's see. I don't know, Doctor De- Jess, because you know yeah. the whole my holistic vet here. You know, yeah. that'd be a question for her, what what her yeah. idea would be to maybe there's yeah. things that we can retard it, you know, slow the growth down. Yeah. Um, but yep. and but so like I say, because it doubled in size and put in her six months, that's not good. We need to we have to do, do something. something. Good. So good I'm just trying to, to think next Sunday, yeah, because the following Sunday I will not be here because it's Thanksgiving weekend. So next Sunday I will be here. And so I'm gonna see if Dr. Jess will you know, because then the Sunday she's supposed to be here is Thanksgiving weekend. So, but otherwise, yep. uh, uh, let me uh, uh, her ho- her email her at holistic dash vet dash care dot com. Doctor Levy, L E V Y. Doctor Levy, okay. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that tell her you called into the show, and you know, um, and I told you to you know tickle her and see what her okay. thoughts are for on the natural side, okay. Uh, okay. And like I said, the more input before we start messing on her face that we can get, yeah. you know, then we'll have to go from there. Okay. How old is your so pupper? I went ahead and I did go ahead and schedule her surgery just to get it on the books. But okay. We'll see. How old is your pupper? She's four. Four. Wow. That's weird. Okay. And then, yeah. um, yeah. Well, the good thing is just she's young, so that's a good thing. Then, you, yep. then you're dealing with an, an older dog because they repair either easier. But like, when did you schedule it for? They could get her in at the end of this month, so it's November twenty ninth. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would talk to Doctor Levy before we start okay. doing that. Okay. So yeah, so go to holistic vet care dot com. Because, okay. I, like I said, I'm not sure if I can get her to come next. But if she does, you can listen in or, or whatever. Yeah. And then if she's here, you know, if you, but yeah. So one way or another, we need to connect you with Dr. Levy. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you so well, much. Well, good. Yep. Good luck. You like, and the big thing that one thing I have to remind you of is cancer mm-hmm. is fed. All cancers is fed by sugar. So when a dog mm-hmm. gets a cancer I tell every of them, you get off of everything that's processed, all the carbs, you go to a total raw diet. All right. Oh, good. Because yeah. I, I just started it this week. Good. Yeah. And that's what you got to remember. And there's a dog. No there's a book out there. It's called Help oh. Your Dog Fight Cancer. Help Your Dog Fight Cancer 
okay. by um, um, Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N. Lori Kaplan, okay. help your dog fight cancer. And so there are different diets that can retard and help repair. There's just, and, then, and especially if the dog is going to have the surgery, let's say you, we decide, you decide on the surgery, you want to have her body in optimum health. You know what yep. I mean? To repair quicker and such like that. But like I said, the, the biggest thing is, is any diagnosis of cancer, to a dog, a cat, a human, you get off of all the sugar because sugar feeds cancer. Okay? Oh, boy. Okay. Good to and, know. And the same thing with treats and no carbs whatsoever. No carbs. No right? carbs either. Okay. Nope. Nope. No, because sugar, what carbs turn into? Sugar. Oh, yep. Okay. Oh, and sugar is you can't spit. Carbs. You bet. Okay. Okay. But see, like I said, you know, no. you know, like use green peas, green beans. You know, those do have carbs to a degree, but not nothing mm-hmm. like you know pig ears, pizzles, and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. 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 So I'll you just have to make out. you just have and like, like I said, there's a lot of things in that help your dog fight cancer by Kaplan yep. that will give you other alternatives. So it's just going to be a different way of doing things. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Okay, kid. Well, good luck. Okay. Keep me posted what you all come up with, okay? Okay. I sure will. Take care. Bye. All right. Of course, I went way over. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Why did the dinosaur sit on a tomato? (laughs) Why did the dinosaur sit on the tomato? We'll be back. Got a little update on the score. Did you see this? Oh, what? It looks like 17 is what the Minnesota Vikings have on the board to the New Orleans Saints. Three. Good, good, good. Looks like we've got about two minutes left in the second quarter. Move forward. That's all we can do. Okay. Why did the dinosaur sit on on the tomato? I can't even. I don't even know. (laughs) This is so dumb. (laughs) Those are the best. You know, but kids love this stuff. And hopefully my my grandkids are listening a little bit. That's why I'm doing the dinosaur ones. Oh, wait. Okay. (laughs) My grandkids. But anyway. Why did the dinosaur sit on the tomato? He wanted to play squash. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. He's never so, play squash anymore. It's all pickleball now, right? There, there you go. That really, isn't that something? But, you know, it's because, you know, we're all getting older. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, okay, we still feel like we're athletic. We don't have to be so athletic. Like with the game of tennis. I when My brother my brother was uh, six, 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 five. And anyway, I used to play ping pong with him. He'd stand in the middle of the table and not even move. His arms Just his so arms long. are so long. Ching, ching, ching. And I'm running back and forth and running back and forth and running back and forth. Same with tennis. He didn't know he wasn't a sports person, but he liked tennis. Same thing. His legs and his arms are so he had long. The, he had the natural athletic one, advantage. One, two, hit. One, two, hit. And I'm ten steps hit. Ten <laughs> steps hit. It's like, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. So anyway, yeah, it was just, uh, it is what it is. But yeah, so hopefully the kids are outside playing and maybe they're inside having lunch by now or maybe they're done with lunch. I don't know. I made a, te- or I made uh um, uh, yeah, chow mein Ooh, last night. Nice. But I make mine different. It's kind of like a hot dish. Kind yeah, of thing. that's good way. So we made it. Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up? We've got Tiffany. Um, she has a dog. Uh, a question about her small mixed breed dog. Hi, okay. Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Hi there, Katie. Hi. I love your show. Well, thank you. Um, I have a question. We have about a fourteen-year-old uh, Shih Tzu Bashan mix at home. Okay. He is. He's active. Okay. Um, and he, you know, of course, loves to go outside. Yep. However. He, um, when going down steps inside our house, he's perfectly fine, runs, 
but outside steps. He'll go down our, we have a pretty large deck where he'll go down, but he stops at the last two steps, won't go. Okay. And it's also for the garage. We just have one step down. He won't do it. And the same for the front steps. Okay. And he just like freezes and won't go. And so I've, I've had to carry him just down that one step, but my husband's like, no, he, he can do it. And I'm just wondering if you know why he won't. Oh, yeah. So you're saying going down the steps he's having a trouble yep. with. Okay, see, yep. dogs' peripheral vision, usually they don't have any trouble going upstairs, but going downstairs, their per, their their depth perception, especially as they get older, is off, and they don't trust themselves, okay? Oh. Okay, and so what I would do is, if it's only a couple steps, kind of build them a little ramp with, like, you know, fake uh, grass on it, you know, the, the carpet with oh. fake grass. Yeah. yeah. So though that so he doesn't slip. So he's got he's, and just teach him to walk over there. You know, have him on a leash, walk him over there and just say step, step, and then let him go down. Oh yay, yay, yay. And then turn around, have him walk up that step and turn him around and you know, do it like three times in a row. And then okay, then what you're gonna do is go in the house, come back out and say, use the steps. Okay, and then just kinda hurt him so it's a new what do you want to call it? Habit he has to get into that instead of going directly down the steps, he goes over to that little ramp thing and then walks down it. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Just be careful. That's the same thing. That pay attention because most dogs they don't fall going up; they fall going down. All right, right. So, that, so pay attention to any steps going down that he might be having trouble with. Uh, now, is he jumping on the couch and, and the bed, uh, or are you lifting him up? Nope, he'll do that. No, oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. But now, come, even coming down, he'll come down? Yep. Mm, okay. The steps must be yeah. creating some kind of a shadow or something that he's not interpreting yeah. correctly. And so that's why, yeah. But I but I still, for that age and that, I'd make him some steps, like foam steps or something, because I don't like Perfect. him jumping up and down like that, because that is harder on their joints. And think of how many years he's been doing that, <laughs> that, you know, you might even need a chiropractor oh. appointment, so... But, right. Yeah. So that's what I would do is I try try to minimize his jumping on and off, you know, okay. stuff and, and teach him to use like little ramps or like, you know, foam steps or something like that. Okay. Got you. Thank you so much. Okay. You bet. Take care. That sounds like very familiar with what we've gone through with my dog over yep. the years. Yep. Yep. And truth be told, I wish more people with small dogs would create like little ramps. I know they don't make a passionate statement. Well, it depends how you do it, I guess. <laughs> but. You know, because even their joint dogs' joints don't seal until two years old. Oh, okay? interesting. Okay. So jumping up on things and down from things in the early years, the joint might jog the joints wrong, and they mm-hmm. won't seal right, and they become early arthritic because mm-hmm. they don't seal properly. Uh, see, puppies uh, up two years or under uh, is that uh, too many people want to run them and run them and walk them and walk them, and that all that jarring. On a consistent, like, well, going for a walk with you uh, is really tough. Every The thing is, is that dogs under two years old, let's say they're six months old, it's three blocks out, three blocks back. Okay, seven okay. months, seven out, seven blocks out, seven block back. And that's at one time. You can go out 15 times a day, I don't care. But the whole thing is, is that per walk, 
that is the norm. Until they hit two years old, once the joints are sealed, then go for it. And then let's okay? go run, walk, and yeah, jump. Yeah, and so that's right. But little dogs, you know, like, think about that. All the years they're up, you know, whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they got it. But then all of a sudden, everything's a little bit weaker and stuff like that. So you want to help them so they don't blow an ACL at that age. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like you say, the vision and the hearing and such like that. You know, you can teach them to use the ramp with, like, fake carpet, you know, grass yeah. carpet on it. You know, so for... for uh, well, I've noticed it's like our outside coming down from our back door into our backyard. It's fine. They're big, wide concrete steps, and there's kind of some good depth on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just cannot do the upstairs which is fine he doesn't need to go upstairs okay like, one less risk but yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. that one is where the one he looks at it he's like nope can't do this. <laughs> oh that's a that's an old dog that oh, he's old so that's that's pretty doggone good but yeah it's yeah it, you just gotta look just because a dog can do it you know, the dogs aren't with us long enough way not long enough and somebody said that oh my grandson holland said that he says my grandma why do cats live longer than dogs and I'm like, you know, I really didn't put that thought. I've to it. never like, can, like no, I never thought oh, this kid's gonna make me cry. <laughs> yeah, really. And so I, and I'm, I'm I didn't think because my oldest cat was Mittens at 25 years old. Yeah, yeah. And so, and the oldest dog I got was Elsie, and she was pretty near like 19 or so. Yeah, but most of my dogs have left between 12, 10 mm-hmm. and 12. You know, so it's really kind of like, oh well. Oh, well. But yeah, it's I, that was an interesting question. Okay. That see da, 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 da. the average one acre field have a uh, hundred thousand spiders living in it. True or false? Back. Thanksgiving means family, and the YMCA wants you to be prepared with free cardio classes to help you breathe when Aunt Sheila asks, "Are you eating for two? Stress-reducing programs for when your new brother-in-law offers to improve mom's stuffing. Right now, the Y is just a dollar enrollment with no dues until 2024, the same year there's an election. And as we all know, the most spirited dinner conversations always involve politics. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Hey, we got a little bit of time here. If you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Reminder, my show's live next week, but then the week after, the Thanksgiving weekend, the big... Nobody's going to be here. Black Friday, whatever. <laughs> Are you a Black Friday shopper? Uh, I actually work in retail uh, part-time, so I'm a Black Friday worker, which is Ooh. worse than being a Black Friday shopper. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was at Wally World yesterday because I had to pick some stuff up, and they got the aisles just packed, packed. you know, with Black Friday mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like, Really? Uh, but anyway, it's, Katie, I do my Christmas shopping in September. Yeah, you're a smart lady. <laughs> you know, I used to do that though. But then as I got closer to Christmas, I got in, you know you get into more of the Christmas spirit. I already got it, but all of a sudden, I, I wound up spending more money doing it that way because I couldn't stop. Oh, I, you know, like, oh, I got oh, I got to get this for him. I got to okay, get I, that for him. I got a plan though. I do all, my big box stuff. Okay, that happens September, October. Oh, okay. okay, um, and then I do the craft fairs Ooh, through the yeah, holiday the season because I like to do those. Yeah. Get us something yeah, yeah, a little BFW in uh, uh, Forest Lake had one yesterday. And I, oh, nice. And I, yeah, starting. but I spent too much time in Wally World. <laughs> and so I had to get home, you know, because I just, oh, I forgot this. Oh, I forgot this. But anyway, and I had a list. But two things I was, I thought, oh, I remember I have to put it on the list. Yeah, well, I think they got, they have a, like a handmade fair coming up at Mall of America this holiday season. It was on their website. We'll have to look up that one. Yeah, so. you know, that's, I like to go to the little, the little ones. Little ones yeah. 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 Okay. The average. One acre field will have a hundred thousand spiders living on it. True or false? I don't know, but it's already giving me nightmares. Yeah. So true or false? 
Uh, I'm going to say 000. true. Let's go true. Nope. You know Both. how much it is in a one acre lot? Hold on to your wigs and keys for this one. Oh my gosh. 1.25 million oh, spiders no. <laughs> living on a one acre field. 1.25 million. I'm so glad I have a small lot that my house is. <laughs> we have 20 acres. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> All righty then. That's the way it goes. Uh, da 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 da. Uh, Every year, uh, people, you probably haven't, uh, okay, been here 21 years, yeah? And, and I hate stuffing, okay? I do not like stuffing. Same. I'm not a fan of it. Okay, but so I came with a, up with a I hate stuffing stuffing that everybody just loves. But they like it? Okay. Yes. Okay. And see, I've never stuffed my turkeys. That made no sense to me whatsoever. I don't even make turkey. So. I just, I yeah. make the stuffing, you know, and then you can put your gravies and crap on it. And yeah. I really don't think it makes the tur- chicken tastes any better with it being stuffed. And, I think it's a holdover. And it takes it takes longer to cook it too. So anyway, so I hate stuffing stuffing. Get your get your little pen out, get your little paper out. Okay. And so this is what I do. Uh I get the family size chicken rice aroni. Okay. Okay, and then a pound of regular Jimmy Jean sausage, Jimmy Dean sausage. Always got that in my freezer. Okay, and then a pound of hamburger okay. and mix those, fry those together. Oh, so your stuffing is pretty okay. much meat heavy. I like where this okay, is going. Yeah, okay, I so like we this. got the rice. We got half Jimmy, uh, one small thing of so like a one to one of sausage yeah, and ground beef. Right, okay, okay. Then you take and cut up uh, two good sized onions. Yep. Okay, and then you saw. Now this is where it gets. You you saw it in about two sticks. Saute it in about <laughs> two six sticks of butter. I got no problem with this till it's you know pretty near clear. Okay, then I used the herb stuffing mix, not the one with the sage, but the herb so- stuffing uh, mix. Okay, so, so it's that, that to the dry herb stuffing. Okay, so then after the onions, you know, been sautéing in the butter for about. Um, you know, until they're pretty near clear. Then what you're going to do is uh, then you put the herb stuffing cubes or whatever ones you're getting. Uh, not the sage, though. Not the sage. Mix that in with the onions and the butter. Okay, mix that all together. Okay, so now we have the cooked rice aroni that I put in the bowl. We have the cooked uh, Jimmy Jean sausage and uh, pound of hamburger. Okay, that's all. Okay, that goes into the bowl. You mix that all up. And then now you mix this, the 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 stuffing, I mean the stuffing, yeah, the, the herb that you just, with the butter and the onions, you mix that all together. And then you put that in the bowl. And now we mix that all up together. Okay? This sounds good. It is so This good. sounds really good. It doesn't it, sound like stuffing no, per se. But. Yeah, but it, it, it really is good. And you just got to be careful not to put too much of the stuffing mix in it so it really sucks up too much. You know, I mean, it, 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 that's it, the thing. Stuffing sucks up flavor is what I feel like. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it just, yeah. and yeah. so they, yeah, so I don't, I, if you just get the standard bag of stuffing mix, mm-hmm. I probably use about three quarters of that. Okay. Okay. And you, so you're talking like stovetop, right? Like, not like, stovetop. Not, you know, not when the you regular. buy the bag that says herb stuffing oh, mix. Okay. 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 But not the, don't use the sage. Don't I don't even buy stuffing because I, I really don't like it that much. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to have to research no, it. But it, I like this, Katie. Thank you. But for anyway, that. so that's I hate stuffing, stuffing. So if you want to try that, I'm doing it this week. 
Because if you're going to be going out grocery shopping, you're going to need your hamburger, your Jimmy Jim sauces, the chicken rice aroni family size. You're going to need some onions and you're going to need lots of butter. <laughs> I always have lots of butter. That's not a problem in my house. Yeah. And so yeah, anyway, but it is good. So then you just mix that all up. And then um, some days I make it ahead of a time. Some, yeah. You know, t- so and then, then you warm it up. Yeah. And then warm it up. Yeah. I think that's good. And then yep. the flavors kind of blend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then when I, when I put it in the bowl to serve on the table, I pour some gravy over it and mix the gravy ah, in with it. Okay. And then it's really good. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I okay, I'm ready for Thanksgiving now. So, okay, okay, there you go. Now I'm hungry for it. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, who's up? Well, we've got David online. He sent an email in earlier. Um, he's got some questions. His dog's coming to the end of their journey. So Uh-oh. hi, David. Hey, David. How you doing? Hi, Katie. So yeah, you've, you've been great all the years, my dog. We got him on Nutrisaurus, which made him stop smelling and made his life great. But, nice. Uh, um, re- recently, he developed an abscess in his mouth, and um, even getting it to the vet and getting him on antibiotics to try and shrink it, they're like, oh, yeah, for surgery, it's going to cost you like X number of thousands of dollars, and and he's just getting weaker and weaker. Yes. So the last week, he's gotten to the point, I, I had him on gabapentin, but I took him off that because he was getting too crazy dizzy, Yep. but now he can't even stand anymore, yep. so... I've got him on like like pee pads laying on my bed, and I have to oh. lift his head up for him to drink water. Oh man! We know it's his time, and we've made it. I've made the exception in my own heart, but he keeps fighting to stay around. Yeah. My big issue is is with my schedule. I work open to close every day, and I'm just crazy busy. How how do I find someone that I can do an in home, um, you know? Pet do to pet go to petcremationmn.com. Okay. Petcremationmn and John owns that. Okay, and okay. so uh, there also is Blue Skies and White Air and White Bear Lake Blue Skies. Okay, I'm in I'm in uh, St. Paul. So. In St. Paul, okay. Pet cremation, yeah. yeah. So try John down there and see if we can you can wind it because they will pretty much come out. You know, if there's a event near your area, I had my one girlfriend where they had to do it basically that night, and there just happened to be a vet in our area that they came over that night and they and they took care of Coco. Yeah, I've tried looking up at at, at the like the house call vets and they won't take any new patients. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I not know. that he'd be a new patient. But. Right. But no, yeah, call call John at pet pet cremation mn dot com okay and, and even if i don't want him cremated if i want to like bury him in my backyard yep. or something no he'll they'll um, just come out yeah because that's what all my dogs are buried at my place yeah. so with the exception of gilligan because he left in february but what yeah. so my, my my question is is that i i mean like every, every night I, I take him to bed and and i talk to him and say it's okay you can let go and he, yep. he just keeps fighting back yes. every day he wants to how do I know when he's ready to go? No, you the quality of life. You know, you know what I mean. You're you have to yeah. lift his head. You know, for him to drink. And this is I'll tell you, I put men down way too many pets. It seems like when you make the appointment, if you can make, you know, let's say I've been fortunate. Whereas I made it like like with Gilligan, it was like three, two, three days ahead. You know, type thing. Okay, but the thing is, it's almost like they rally at the end. And like you're gonna be okay, I'm gonna be okay, and it's, then you wonder if you made the right decision. Is yeah. like, no, 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 no. Then what you got to remember is that they don't want they want to be there for us. They could feel our pain, you know, smell our pain that of, of we don't want to lose them, and they try to be there for us. Yeah, okay? my, my last one, I had a, had a little Japanese chin, and one night he, he had gotten skinny fat. His 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 ribs had gotten all skinny, but he got fat around the stomach. And okay, yeah, yeah, that. Yep. One night he just didn't come to bed, and the next day I got up and I was like, "Hey, you know, why didn't you come to bed?" And he got all excited and very energetic, where he had not had that energy for a while. Yeah. And I was okay. You want to go outside? You just you, I took him to the front door, and he looked at me and he ran away from the front door. 
and went to the laundry room and started grabbing clothes out of the dryer. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I, I see a nesting thing. So I picked him up, and I took him to my bed, and I uh, laid him on my chest, and then he, I petted him a little bit and said, it's okay, I understood. You, you couldn't get into the bed. You were tired. It's, you can sleep oh. now. And then he peed on me. Okay, <laughs> That's love. And, yeah. and, then, and then I said, okay, I, 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 now I truly understand, and you, your journey is over, and I'll be okay. And uh-huh. He took about five more ragged breaths, and then he was just gone. Wow. But he died in my arms. He waited for me to wake up to say goodbye. Wow. That's, that's a blessing. That's, you, got, you know, 98% of all pets, we, have to, we don't die naturally. We have to make that decision. 98% yeah. of all pets. And yeah. if you are lucky, well, I don't know. Lucky enough, I don't know if that's the right word, where they no, kind of die a, in your such arms. It's a blessing that, that yeah. he waited for me, and yes. I can't think of any other way to say it. He yep, just you're exactly right. Me. Exactly. Yep, and, and so that's the thing. It's the quality of life, you know, is what you have to look at. And like I tell a lot of people, look in their eyes. You can tell if they're they're sad and they just, they, they're trying so hard to be there for us, but they just, I got to go, you know. But, yeah, yeah they don't want to let go for us. You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure you've been with two humans, too. Just open the window, yeah. go. It's like they're just hanging out for something. We don't know. So, but anyway, right, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try and but yeah, try petcremationmn.com. You know, John down there, there's, his staff is phenomenal. And like I said, they just, they'll, they call the vet in. And like I said, if you're going to be, have bury him there, you know, they'll just take care of it and wrap him up, you know, however you want to do it. And then, and then go from there. Okay. And and the, do they do like later in the day? Because I can usually work till six on weekends and yep. eight on weekdays. So. Yep. No. Yep. It's no. They 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 try to yeah. accommodate to your schedule. So uh, yeah, you know to have it yeah. done. So it's 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 and and again you you you've given me so much great advice to make his life better all along. Getting off of, off oh, of the uh, cool. Karina one and onto the the Nutrisource and nice and just made, made it so much better all along. Oh, now how old is he now? Um, he is fourteen. Wow. And what kind of dog? He's a black lab combo. Oh, really? He's a, he's cool. a black lab and, and um, uh, oh, God, I can't think of the name. Um, oh, I always know this, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I think you got a little um, bit of... Big, big, square head, big square head dog that usually is about nine years. Uh, Boxer? That's it. Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Oh, okay. Okay, wow. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's been a tank. He, one time he got hit by a car and we worried about the car. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a tank, but, yeah, he's down from 120 pounds to 80 pounds, and wow. again, he he tries to, but he just can't stand anymore. Right. Just, yeah, and you, you know. can um, use a towel to help you know run a towel underneath him to help stabilize him. You oh know? no, I I I, I he, he's lost so much weight. I just pick him up by his his skin on the haunches and the neck, and and I just hold him there until he gets his feet. But then he just stands for like two seconds and then collapses. Oh and, yeah. yeah, no, he's he's trying so hard, and, and like I said, this is the hardest decision all pet owners have to make. You yeah. know, man, a lot of people say, well, I put, they asked me, they said, well, you put so many animals down, isn't it easier for you? I said, what? I said, each one is a huge loss. It's yeah. not because I went through it so many times. My heart has been broken that many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, uh, it's, he's been with you for so long, and I'm just, I'm not sure I'm ready to let him go, but I'm, if it's, you're right, if it's his time. It it's, really yes, it's quality, and, that, and they depend on us. They've been there for us. And there's times now that they got to depend on us to make the right decision. Yeah. And we don't know. All we can do is wait for that rainbow bridge and know that we did. Yeah. All right, Katie. Well, okay. Thank you. Well, I, good I luck, really kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for the call. Okay. Let's go to break. All right. We're back. Winding her down. So we got a caller on the line that has a... Uh, yeah, uh, Regina had yeah had some uh, some an option for David there. Regina, okay. are you there? Hey, Regina. Hi. Hi. Hello. 
Hello. How are you, Katie? I'm glad to talk to you. Oh, yes. Hi. Um, I'm calling because the last caller is having a sad time, and I understand that I've been there. There's, um, I don't know if you're familiar with flower essence remedies, like uh, the five flower, the rescue remedy is a flower essence. Right. Um, Similar to a homeopathic, it's on an emotional and spiritual level as opposed to physical and and emotional. Anyway, um, there's one called Angel's Trumpet, and this... (laughs) I've used it for cats, people, uh, dogs. It's um, it helps that that being be okay with dying. It's sort of like I mean, I think of it as the angels come and just kind of hold this this being and say, "We're ready for you, and you're okay." But it's a way for that that critter. It's a, one of the imbalances: fear of death, resisting letting go, that okay. kind of thing. So something to look into. Now, so it's called Angel Trumpet, and what is in the Bach Flower Remedies, you say? Yes. Uh, this one is, it's actually, I'm not sure if it's a Bach. It's a research kit. It's, there's, there's thousands of flower essence. This is from the flower essence repertoire book that I own. And um, this in here, um, Angel's Trumpet is used especially for the soul's capacity to experience death or any profound transformation in a way which is conscious and free. That's oh. just the beginning. Okay. Anyway, it's, huh. this, is, this is my favorite book in the world. It just has so much knowledge and help. And, um, and so what's and the I, book's name again? Flower Essence Repertoire. And um, you can get the flower essence at Mastel's in, okay. on St. Clair and St. Paul. Okay. The co-ops used to carry them, but they don't anymore. Oh, okay. But I use them for myself, for my own personal issues. Okay. And it's probably the most dynamic, powerful, and gentle form of healing. Oh, nice. Well, Daddy, mm-hmm. I really thank you so much for sharing that with us. And we got the book now, so hopefully more. And well, who's that by? This is by the actual Flower Essence Repertoire Company. Well, it's Patricia Kaminsky. Okay. Richard Katz, C-A-T-Z, okay. coincidentally. Okay. Well, good. Because yeah. that's what we need to do is share, share our information and you never know who you're going to help. So I greatly appreciate it. Thanks for listening and thanks for sharing. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. That's really, that's good. Angel Trumpet. I have not heard of that. And so um, I'm, that's really cool to, to say it's okay. And then that's it. Death is, everybody's uh, death is, uh, you know, way what death is so different. And like I said, uh, like when I, this year is really sucks for me because I had to put uh, Gilligan down in February and he was 14. And then I had to put my one cat Walter down. He was 18. And then um, I had to put my 36 year old horse down um, in May 17th and, uh, in, in February, March, April, May and four months, I lost three real awesomes. And it just, it's really hard for, it's really hard to, you know, to let go and make those decisions. So, but you layer again. I know. I'm pumping them. Is, what we, we have one more question to get in. Um, we have a few um, minutes left. No, here. I don't. Okay. But because I, I want to talk about, we were supposed to talk about manners of the holidays. Okay. <gasps> That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I'll then You t- talk about that. Yeah, I'll get back the, with her. Tell her that you had to either email me up at Katie's Canine, go to mytalk1071.com. If you had a question for me, email me or go to my Facebook page or my website or whatever type of thing. Okay. But we got to try to get the squeeze in the manners here for the holidays. 
holidays. So what I need you to do is start this week practicing what you want to do for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, Christmas Eve, uh, so that Christmas Eve, Christmas, there you go. Uh, so that with the dogs, what manners do you want and start practicing now? And the biggest thing that, as you know, I mentioned before, and I'm just going to reiterate it, is that before you even open the door, you have the dog on a leash, and so you are in charge. You're facing east to west, and the company's facing north and south. And if you have to, ask them to sit, and then you sit politely on a loose lead. Otherwise, step on the leash. You know, it depends on how tall your dog is. Step on the leash, where if your dog is standing, the head dips a little bit. So now if he tries to jump up on you or out at your company, he's going to correct himself. And just keep your hands to yourself. And then tell everybody to ignore the dog. Don't look at the dog. Just walk on by. All right. Okay. And then, but I strongly suggest that if you got, even if you only have like two, three people coming, put the dog in the kennel or another room until everybody's seated and maybe got cocktails or, okay, then bring the, bring the dog out on a leash. And then when you remember, you're going to practice, remember the invisible dog. You're going to take the bulk of the leash and put it like on a kitchen chair, sit on it. Only give the dog enough leash that if he lays down, the collar stays loose. Not too much because you don't want the dog to wrap around you. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take your hands, take, let's say, your right hand and hold your left wrist and rest it in your lap. Okay, now if the dog tries to put his paws on you or come up into your face, turn your head sideways. That's a calming signal to the dog. Extend your arms out and bump them. Don't push, but bump and give a growl. Ah, Okay. And now, uh, so don't say anything. You don't, the reason why it's called the invisible dog, because you don't own a dog. Don't look at them, don't touch them, don't do anything. So what you're trying to do is get the dog to understand how to calm themselves down by themselves without any, you know, any help from you. So what you're going to do is at least hopefully three times a day. You got a minute, sit on the leash. You got five minutes, sit on the leash. Got a half hour, 45 minutes, sit on the leash. Use a nylon leash, just a plain buckle collar. You don't need a training collar. Okay. Just sit on it and ignore the dog. And if they, he looks up at you, turn your head sideways. Don't acknowledge the dog at all. Remember, side profile is a calming signal to your dog. You want your dog to get so bored that they lay down by themselves and wait for you. And then you know they're really, really calm when their head goes on the ground. And so that's what we want to do is teach the dog to calm themselves down. So now when you have company over, whether it's a, the actual day of the holiday or you're having some gatherings before the holidays, the main thing, have your dogs on leashes so you have control of the situation. Because there's many people that don't want to go over to people's houses because they got out of control dogs. Don't be one of those people. Start getting control. Okay, it's just like two-legged kids. People come over, I don't like going to that house because those kids are running over the top of the furniture. and blah, 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 blah. I just can't take that. And that same thing with the dogs. Keep them on a leash the whole time you have company if you need to. I'm hoping that you guys kennel train your dogs because then you've got an option. Or put them in, you know, put them in the bedroom as long as you're not going to destroy the bedroom. But the main thing is, is that if you have one dog on a leash, you got five dogs, they're on leashes. So that they're not pestering your, and, and especially with the holidays, a lot of times people dress up and you don't want the dog to rip, you know, like with their nails, uh, a dress or nylons or I don't do people wear nylons anymore. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't wear a dress. <laughs> Same. Pants and <or> shorts. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so what you need to do is practice sitting on the leash, doing the invisible dog, teaching the dog to calm themselves down. And then when you answer the door, you're facing east and west. Companies coming in north and south. If you have to stand on the leash, the dog won't sit politely. Remember, don't pin the dog to the, to the floor. 
when you where you stand on both feet, uh, unless you got a two pound dog, then you only need one feet. But anyway, so and if so, if they jump up or out, they they you they're controlling their own destiny there as far as getting a bump. Don't you do it? And anyway, so now by practicing this starting tomorrow, every day, a couple times a day, answering the door, and then what your protocol is going to be once people come in, because what you're after is then once the dog is finally relaxed, leave the leash on. Okay, and just let them drag it around. So if they start acting obnoxious, you can quick go pick up that leash and then um, sit on it again. And if the dog is barking, remember spray bottle filled with water, set on stream, ah, growl, blast as they're barking, quiet, ah, blast, quiet. And then by hopefully, by if you do this right, by the time holidays come, they will just quiet when you say the word quiet. You know, enough, quiet, whatever. But you don't need the spray bottle anymore or the shake can, you know, the pop can with five pennies in it tape the top of it shut and, and shake it instead of blast it. So like I say, you, you can do this. You know, Don't complain and say, well, geez, we hate when the dog does that. You can fix it. So uh, anyway, well, it was great meeting you, Leah. You're, you're you. a natural. You're, you're a good radio person, so I'm impressed. Uh, well, someday you'll have your own radio show. <laughs> oh, let's not do that again. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you all, I appreciate you listening, and uh, next week I'll be not as tired. I've been waking up at quarter to, I'm in the sandbox with a three-year-old at quarter to eight in the morning. Grandma of the year. There you go. I'm glad your grandkids yeah. had such a great time down here. <laughs> well, you guys have a great week, and if you don't train them, don't blame them. See you next week. We're